Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them. Yes, it does. Sometimes it doesn't. That death thing keeps happening. The death thing keeps happening and, and uh, people need to stop dying or something. Stop dying? No, no. What is this miracle day? Are you like FICORP? People need to stop dying? No. Okay. Let me, let me, people are going to die. I understand that. Yes. But it's just hard for everybody. It's really hard. It is. And, um, it's, you know, it happens on Fridays. It, it does. For us so far. Yes. And that's starting to make me like, I was just starting to, you know, forget that it even happened on Fridays and then it happened on a Friday again. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, you know, our friends, um, our friend's family member broke the don't die on Friday rule and it's going to be rough no matter what, when they die. It is. You know? It is. It's just kind of eerie that it has to be Friday. <laughs> And not only that, but it keeps happening on the Friday that we have coming up on a weekend that we actually get time to ourselves because our visitation schedule with our kids going to their other parents lines up generally in such a way that we get one day out of every 14 to ourselves as just a couple, just us. It's like... What you're saying is we feel like we could predict, you know, what what's going to happen every other Friday. Yeah. Which is just not cool. No, it, it's becoming bothersome. Who else is going to be stressed for, for, you know, a good length of time? I mean, it doesn't, the death thing affects people in a way that it's not like I broke my arm, I crashed the car. It heals. You get a new one. You don't get a new grandma. You don't. And so... She doesn't get better. Yeah, now there's more and more people on Fridays. It's Friday. That are traumatized Mm -hmm. and have lost their loved one. Yes. Yeah. So, hey, happy podcast. (laughs) Woohoo! Yeah. Here we are. But we did get some time to ourselves after we took our friend's dinner. Yes, we did. And then we, we checked on people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so instead we got to go check on your mom and we got to do a little bit of shopping. And you don't like shopping. I don't like shopping. And this is a big problem because nothing fits. It doesn't. You're going through shoes and clothes that you bought like even a year ago when your body first started to change. They don't fit. They don't. They don't. They don't, and you don't like going to buy new ones. I don't. (laughs) And it's not that you can't afford them. No, but I'd rather not afford them, really. No, but, uh, you know, you can take the old clothes to the resale shop and trade them in and get the consignment cash and get... You know, possibly, but do do the, the trade in thing. This, but even so, it's still that's yeah, not the issue, right? It's not, it's not the issue. And yeah, I can do that. I mean, I won't get, you know, I still have spent money, and I just it's not my thing. I don't like spending money. No, you don't. 
And then, you know, the taking it and doing the consignment thing, I have to, like, deal with more people, and that's my other not favorite thing. You're an introvert, and I you am. don't like people. It's my downtime on the weekend. I, I, normally, I would do some errands like that during the week. Lately, we haven't been able to get our errands done during the week. And I've missed church for like a month and a half because we don't have weekends anymore. All the time that we used to do our errands like after work or on our lunch hours or that kind of thing is now being spent doing things for your mom or things for kids that weren't on our agenda before. We do and do and do. And that's what needs to happen, but... That doesn't make it easier. No. No, it does that not. That would be, you know. You can't shop on the weekend when that's your downtime. That would normally be an errand for you. It would normally be a chore. Yes. And normally I would do that during the week on a day that wasn't my gym day on my lunch hour. And I still have lots of mom time during lunch hours. And I'm, I'm not trying to, like, bitch and moan. I'm just saying this is hard to manage. It is. There are so many things in our schedule right now that there is not enough time in every day. And I think I put on my birthday wish list that I wanted three or four extra hours in every day just so I could get everything done on my to-do list. Because It won't happen. The no, damn list will just get longer. It will, because every time I cross something off my list, my to-do list, it opens up Three more things that needed to be done but couldn't have been done until that one thing was done. I've threatened to become less responsible, but I, I don't think I know how to do that. I, I don't think you would either. And then when it comes to our friends, I mean, that's the last thing that we would do is not want to do things for our friends and our loved ones. We We like being good to our friends and family and adopted family. We enjoy being able to provide for their needs and help them out. And and they're very appreciative because they, they help us out and have yeah. helped us out. And it's just a rough situation with, you know, more dying and stuff like that. So, so, but that means that, you know, when shopping would have been a chore that you would have done on a lunch hour or would have done on your way home from work. Instead, you know, there were other things on your to-do list yeah, like today, I did do something I intended to do during the week, which was have mom sign all these letters to the um, creditors for her husband's business and his credit cards so that, you know, they could know that those weren't going to get paid and they could quit sending them to, through the mail. Right. And I was just really happy I remembered that. Yes, that's good. You know, I was just realizing one of the other things with um, people dying is that I know I worry about all the people that are connected to that person who passed. Yes. I mean, I, I definitely view it differently. You know, I, I view death differently than most of my friends. Mm -hmm. But And that's my thing, and they, you know have a Jesus thing, some of them. So, you know, we're just really have these different categories, but it doesn't change that I know how much 
especially since, you know, my mom's husband died, I know how much there is to do. Yes. After and and these folks are hurting and so you worry about them. Yes, because it's hard to get things done when you're grieving. And there's a whole lot to get done. And you don't grieve like a lot of people do. A lot of people end up just completely gone over their loss. I think there was probably a time in my life when I would have been more like that. Mm -hmm. And not having so much, much estrogen probably changed yeah. that, but it didn't change that that was my core. Because what would happen before when I'd get um, emotions and I had I felt like myself was standing in behind there and all these emotions were like getting o overlaying it and getting in the way and making it confusing and uncomfortable and wrong. And that doesn't mean I wouldn't grieve. It's it's just very different for me. And and I do worry more about the other people. I I guess I just do. I mean, I certainly did that even when my father died. Right. I worried more about my sisters and how hard it was for them. You don't get as caught up in your own emotion before it would catch you up and you didn't have the option not to That's be shit. overwhelmed. It would just run me over. And now you have a better handle on, and I think it is the hormones, it definitely is the hormones, that you don't get overwhelmed by your emotions and you're able to live in that presence of mind that's caring for other people as they're dealing with their own emotions, which I think is really your natural bent. Yes, it's it's much more comfortable. And so my stress or worries comes with worrying about them. Yes. And what they're going through and how, how hard that is. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not sleeping. No, they're not. They don't feel like eating. Nope. That's why we make them food. And I didn't even see them, and I know this. Yes. Because so, you know them. I know people are like that. That's how people are. It's very are. hard. Yes. I don't do the grieving thing No, you don't. Either. You and I have this oddity. We do. Yours is a little bit in a different bend than mine, but... You know, I wonder sometimes. I've heard a couple studies and a couple reports recently um, from, like, neuropsychs and neurologists and people who oh, have I done sent you one. brain studies. I know you did on the gender thing, but there was one where they had done a study on brain scans of psychopaths and convicted criminals, and they saw, you know, these certain patterns of brain activity... And um, then the <laughs> neurologist did the scan on himself. I'm laughing because I'm like, okay, now you think you're a criminal? <laughs> well, here's the thing. This, this neurologist had done a scan on himself, and this is one of the reports that I had read. And he said, oh, my gosh, I have the brain of a psychopath. These differences in these people's brains he had the exact same difference and he was able to correlate it with certain differences in his own thinking and in his own processing of emotion and in the way that he related to other people. But then he was able to note the differences in the way that he had dealt with 
certain what would have otherwise been triggering events in his childhood and the way that his environment growing up had been more nurturing and how, you know, yes, he was more detached from everything and everyone. And it makes me un wonder sometimes if I don't have the brain of a psychopath and I just have a higher level of adaptability, which was the thing that he put on there that, you know, they get stuck in it. They can't adapt around it. Right. Or they have a little bit of more of some chemical or some blocked chemical. Right. Going on. And so. Well. Makes me wonder sometimes if that's not why I am often so detached and everything's so pragmatic for me. I don't know. It could be. It could be a lot of things. You could be married to a psychopath. If I have weird dreams tonight, it's your fault. <laughs> I'll blame I'm done, it on them. I'm done with the zombies, okay? <laughs> You've been having zombie dreams, you poor boy. Right. Ooh. You got sideburns. I do have sideburns. This makes me smile. Yes, he's smiling. Very, very big friends. He yes. really is, like ear to yeah, ear. I like my sideburns. Sideburn to sideburn. Yeah, they're, they're a good start. <laughs> they are. They, they you, really you are. You can see them. You took, you took a picture. I took a picture so of the side of your face so that you could see because you can't. I can't see at that angle. No, your glasses don't go Not to that side of your face. Extendable eyes, which actually only came in ear version. So yeah, we'll we'll have to get on the Weasleys about that. Mm -hmm. I don't know, something like that. There's only one of them. Then we're back to the damn dead people. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I was sorry. trying not to go there. Anyway. Um, um, you have to have some humor here. You do. I'm not trying to laugh at everybody's dead people. Obviously, that would be well, cruel, and, and I would never do that. And I'm it's gonna, just my situation. Yeah. Our, our friends, probably most of whom who have been listening for a while, should know by now that humor is our favorite coping mechanism. And so we make awful, horrible jokes about awful, horrible things, and it makes it better. But not really, but yes, it does. It tries to, and it can't hurt to try. Yeah. That's right. Ooh, but them sideburns and yes. surgery and, and, and you're, you're getting all of your, um, documents changed now too. Yes, I'm trying to get my gender in order. The rest of it. I didn't know it was out of order. Apparently so. The papers say the wrong things on them. Oh, the yeah, papers. The papers. And you had, your driver's license fixed. I did, and and I wanted to do the other things, and and then you know other specify stuff other was, things. I wanted to do the passport, and at that time, I didn't think I wanted to do my birth certificate, but when I was looking other things up online, I saw it and I thought I do want to do that. I want my birth certificate changed, mm -hmm. and I think I didn't want it changed when I changed my name many years ago because it was a big effing hassle and. Things are a little different now, although they didn't really make it easy. I mean, the state I came from, they, first they, of all, I held on to my birth certificate. The first one I had. For, from the time you were 16. Yes, all these years. And all of a sudden, I can't find it. Because you need to send a copy of it back with the request to change it. Yes. 
And so you can't just say, I need to change my birth certificate. You need to say, this is the birth certificate I want to change. Yes. So we had to order another one, and it was really, really expensive. Mm-hmm. And then passport is supposed to be pretty easy. It's mostly letters. Yeah, Social Security is the same way. It's, you get the letter. That was the other one I wanted to change, was Social Security. Mm-hmm. So I was looking up changing those to... Yeah, you got the name changed on your Social Security mm-hmm. back when you had your name changed originally, right? Yes. Well, okay. I had a court document to change it. Yes. So I, I changed it then. And where's that court document now? Hell if I know. <laughs> I have all of the papers that I had to file before the final court document saying, yes, here's your name change. And this but was decades ago when you didn't transition? My name did. Your name transitioned. Yes, my name did. And I did at that time go and talk to a uh, doctor about transitioning. And other things happened and... It was just going to be a wait. It was a wait. Yes. (laughs) Good, good point. Yes. Yeah. Two decades of it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting the, I'm trying to get the rest of those in order. So we ordered the birth certificate. We ordered the birth certificate and then we tried to order the court name change order document, the, the final decree of name change. And that. That was funny because <laughs> if I didn't have the number, which is on all those papers that led up to the final document that I don't have in my possession, or if I do, I sure don't know where I put it. Yeah. Mm-mm. You know, it ran off with my birth certificate. Yes. And so I went to look up your name change document in the online court system. You were living in the Bay at that time, right? Mm-hmm. It was in the San Francisco courts. Everything's online. Yes, and if you didn't have the number, you wouldn't have found it because they spelled it all wrong. They did. But I don't care. No, you don't. I just want the piece of paper. I tried to look up by name, and they said, there is no one with this name. And then I looked it up by number, and I looked at the name that they had, and I said, you've never been this name. I know all the names that you've been. That's my invisibility cloak. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. It's kind of like the Marauder's Map, Mischief mischief Managed. (laughs) It goes away. Yeah. 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 So it's it's it, fine because I had the number. Now we just need some psychic paper in your passport and we'll be all good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yep. So. We're geeking out tonight. I'm yeah. probably losing half of that's our That's okay. Just, just ask. Yeah. Just ask. Ask oh. which one was the Harry Potter reference, which one was the Doctor Who reference, have we made any Star Trek references yet? No, I was, I was going to say, I guess we didn't. No. Huh. Which ones of those were which? Huh. Reminds me of all the homework I've done with our our middle child. Oh. Uh, and the, where you match things. Yes. Yeah. You draw the line from that thing to that thing and yeah, yes. whatever. Mm-hmm. You can match them. You can match yourself. them. It's, you know... First grade homework for and, kind of kindergartner homework for first graders. Yes, because he'll be in first grade again next year. Mm-hmm. And apparently we can't match your old name to your new name. And nobody else can either unless they have that number. And that's a good thing for you. Yes, I like it. It suits me. It suits my introvert uh, approach, you introverts. approach to everything. Yes. 
Yeah. I love you, introverts. Thank you. I find you quaint. <laughs> that's that's funny. It is. <laughs> uh, we were talking earlier about my history of dating introverts. Yes, yes. We've we noticed just tonight actually that you yes. seem to have quite a history of this. Yes, I do. Slightly progressed in a lessly less introverted amount. Yes. Tendency I was trying to text something. This guy that I used to date and we're still kind of friends and I was trying to text him about something and and you said, Has he answered? And I said, No, he's been known to take hermitage from phone and internet for days at a time. And I said, good for him. Right. <laughs> and that's when you said, you introvert. Yes. And then I realized that there's him and then there's our lawyer friend who's also an introvert. And then there's you who is less introverted. Mm -hmm. You're much more social, but I'm, no I'm... less drained by your social time. Correct. Yes. I'm so. making progress. <laughs> Where are you going next? We can talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to one of my colleagues the other day that reminds me, uh, speaking of where I'm going next, um, he said, I said something about you and, and he said, oh, that's right. You're, you're married to a him now. And I said, yeah. And he said, how's that going? I said, it's good. I miss boobs, but it's good. <laughs> and he said, you miss boobs. I said, yeah, but not enough to have that awkward discussion about getting permission to go find some. And he said, well, at least you would have permission to go find some. <laughs> he was feeling jealous. He probably was. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. <sighs> That's that. Yep, it sure is. And then there's, there's these nice sideburns right here. There are sideburns yeah, right just, there. I love I'm more, them. I'm more hairy overall. You are. I'm, the more hairier, the more Up happier. button. <laughs> my legs are hairier. Your legs are hairier. Um, my face is getting hairier. Obviously, I have the sideburns. But, yes. you know, more yeah. hair everywhere. You, you should be able to pull off a cute little goatee soon. It could happen. It could. Give yeah. it a couple more months. Yeah. Did I mention to our friends that I was having that slump thing again for a while, and then I went and... Oh, yeah. yeah. Your T-levels, we had to um, change your dosage again because you were cycling with your mood over the course of a week. It had evened out for a while. Yeah, but the last few months... It was noticeably Wednesday and noticeably Thursday. Yes, and it was after um, you changed to the depot testosterone from the... No, it was before that. Was and I, it? And I changed to that in hopes that it would help. And it did... I mean, you, you told me that you had changed in the hopes that the purer name brand form with different additives and different binders would have less of an effect on the rest of your system, like acne and... That kind of thing. Well, it also made sense to me that without all the whatever garbage was in there that I could possibly also handle the mood thing. And it was a little smoother. It wasn't quite as bumpy. Okay. But it was still the same result of not so good mood at the end of the shot cycle. Yes. The, um, the night before in the morning before your shot in the evening. So I was having blood work done. Was not good. And it was, I mean, it was just the, the 
blood work order was for six months, and it was a little bit late because of the other dead people. But anyhow. Stupid dead people. Ugh. Continue. It was time for blood work, and I knew that I would have a chance to talk to the endocrinologist. And as I said to her, when I was describing the problem, I said, it is noticeable for approximately three months now, to the point where my family says, maybe you should talk to your doctor on a fairly regular basis. Every Thursday morning. And then the doctor said, well, most people get a little testy after their shot. Like it would be Friday. It would be right away after their shot. She said, most people get, find they have trouble with their moods or tempers or stuff. Because what I was describing is I get really short-tempered and grumpy. Yeah. And that wasn't typical. However, from what I was describing and how regular it was, um, you know, every, every week, you know, at the end of the shot cycle that she thought we should just go up to 120 from 100 to 120 milligrams. Right. So 20 milligrams more. 0.6 cc's. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. At the 200 milligrams per milliliter, I think. Yes. Concentration. Correct. So I did that. Mm-hmm. And it's better. It is better. And it's been better for two weeks. And like last week, I thought on Thursday morning, I was thinking, oh, my goodness, he's being very pleasant this morning. Maybe it worked, but I didn't want to say anything to jinx it. Me neither. I wanted to make sure it was going to work the next week, too, not just, oh, you know, one of these temporary fixes, and actually that's not the solution, or I don't know. Yeah, for two weeks in a row it has worked, and so we're crossing our fingers. And I'm not at the point on Thursday night where I'm, like, white-knuckled, like, Give me the shot. <laughs> You're not you know, jonesing for your tea by yeah, Thursday I'm like night. I'm not thinking about it since Wednesday of I wish it was my shot. Um, and that in part is, you know, my instinct too mm-hmm. of, of what's going on. Not just, you know, not just the science part. No. Of that connection. But she said, yeah, let's do that. She said, she, you know, your blood work's all good. Uh, there's no harm in going up. There's no, I have no concerns about it. Mm-hmm. So let's do that. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that was a couple of weeks ago. And, and I thought and, that uh, might end up where you were at because, for example, our lawyer friend does his every two weeks, but he does uh, 250. And so I was thinking if he's at 250 every two weeks and right. you're hitting a wall and I've, at 100 every week. Yeah, and I've been doing it, you know, slower than. You teared up very slowly. Which is what it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably better. Yeah, I agree. I, I mostly think that because of my age and that my body was uncomfortably but fairly used to the other hormone pattern, or at least trying to cope with it, even though it wasn't coping anymore. But No. You and, already had pretty high T levels, just naturally. Well, you were... we, we think so, but see, that's, I don't have any paperwork for that. True. Yeah. We, we, I had the symptoms of someone who has higher T levels before they start transition. Yes. A lot of those symptoms being 
male characteristics mm-hmm. or male approaches to things. Mm-hmm. You are a manly. Yes. To clarify what that means. Yes. Is that it? Oh, that's probably it for now. Okay. We'll just drop right off right there. The end. (laughs) We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! I'll blame I'm it done, on I'm it. done with the zombies, okay? <laughs> You've been having zombie dreams, you poor boy. Yeah, and I was shooting that little zombie, and the gun was stuck, and I was like, what the hell? It was a little zombie, Stupid too. Stupid gun. Was yeah. it a young person zombie? No, it was like... A midget zombie? It it was not a midget zombie. It was almost like I, I knew it was a zombie, but it was like a... It wasn't like a Chucky doll, but it was a doll of some sort. Okay. With like a... Almost like a Gumby head, but... But hair, but all this hair. Gumby, isn't that like something between you and your dead stepdad now? Yeah, well, it is, now that you mention it. (laughs) You guys had some inside Gumby and pokey jokes. We had some jokes about that. Yeah. Because he had a lot of humor. And, yeah, I was trying to shoot that little thing, and it was moving around, and the gun was stuck. And and I, I was thinking how that gun, you know, the... The elk hunting game that that uh, our son was trying to play earlier, and oh my how gosh. how our daughter was like, it worked for me, and so I gave the gun to her, and it worked for her. But for me and him, it was stuck. So <laughs> I just thought about you know that when I was dreaming, and I didn't think about the little. The princess can make the gun game work. Hey, you know he wasn't going to give it to her and let her make it work if he couldn't. But I was like, yeah, go ahead, right? Show us. That's great, right? So.